As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Her husband and the very large influencer were Mm -hmm. having an affair. So they started having an affair and while they were traveling on these buses. So this girl who made the original video, her friend, who's friends with this influencer, Mm -hmm. you know, is just like, that's her friend. And they're traveling. I'm a mess. I do my makeup in the car. Pulling up 630 when I told you six o'clock. I admit I'm always about to fall apart, but you would never notice because I make you think I'm not. You're saying on me, but you don't, but you don't, but you don't. Make it look easy, but you don't, but you don't. Looks can be deceiving, could let you see the real me. But I let you think I'm perfect. Another day. That music had, well, it had my earbuds rattling. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, another remote episode for you guys. Sorry, we're yeah. just like we're really busy, you know, being like business women. We are the busiest. We are the most busy. We couldn't be busier. Couldn't. <laughs> we're gonna get spoiled with the remote thing. I know. Well, once we, I'm gonna stop myself. We have surprises coming changes to the right. show coming I don't I don't I'm not gonna say anything else um Nothing anyways else. so mm-hmm. what did you I haven't talked to you in a few days you went to I the know. beach I was at the beach shocker again um it was one of my girlfriend's 40th birthday so it was fun nice we had a good time and I took booze Susan with booze um went with us and it was a lot of fun but it was a long weekend you know, like kid free. We were all mom life without the kids, except for Bouge, obviously. But man, I can't rally with those girls. They're like pros at that life. Yeah, they're like pros at that. And Lauren, my friend that had the 40th birthday, she has four girls. Oh, man. Yeah, four girls. But we had a good time. The weather was great. It was going to rain, but it ended up not raining at all. And so I thought I was going to have to use some throat coat. I thought I was going to lose my voice. I was just going to say, you <sighs> sound a little, like, a little raspy, congested yeah. or, yeah. Mm-mm. It's a little raspy. I, got, I'm, I pulled my tongue muscle. What? I know. I know what you're thinking. And Mike. No, it wasn't. Nope, nope, nope. Wasn't even that. He didn't even go. Um, oh. No, I Sad didn't for him. because, right, I was yawning. And you know how sometimes when you yawn, you'll, like, try to be funny and you'll make a lot of noise. You'll be like... Oh, Tell me you that? were trying to be a smart ass and you hurt yourself. Literally. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. So I made like this really loud noise. And uh, when I did, I felt something really weird. And I didn't know if I had a stroke or if I pulled a muscle. <laughs> Turns out you can pull your tongue muscle. So I was like, you can. if I stop breathing tonight, <laughs> this is the first <laughs> night that we got there. <laughs> if I choke on my yeah. own tongue. <laughs> right. If I swallow my tongue, then uh, just. I don't even know. Put summer forever on my tombstone and then call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you do? To sprain my tongue? No. In in general, I haven't talked to you in like five days. I was going to say, I have sprained my tongue, but not. Mm. Not not, yawning? Not yawning. Were you singing? You were singing, right? Yeah. On a a penis. (laughs) (laughs) As my microphone. microphone. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Um. We went, so I went with my friend Bree to mm-hmm. the Jared Freed show. 
he did a comedy show here in town. And when I tell oh, you nice. the best comedic performance I've ever been to. Really? Because I, yes. And I like comedy shows. I go to a lot. I don't have to know who's on stage. Like I just yeah. gen, like generally enjoy them. Yeah, same. But I have the attention span of a gnat. And so at some uh-huh. point during a show, I'm going to get bored. Like, oh. It's just inevitable. I do the same yeah. thing in movies. There comes a point where I can't sit anymore. My attention span has peaked and I'm, I like start to zone out and like get lost in my thoughts. Yeah. It says nothing about the performer. It's just, just me. That's just my brain. I was yeah. fully engaged with his show the entire time. Start oh. to finish. It was so good. It was so funny. It was relatable. The people that opened for him were good, but he was like next level. Yeah, that's good. Really good. So if you get the opportunity, Jared Freed, definitely go to one of his shows. I like um I like his podcasts and stuff too though. I mean he's just I don't even know who he is. Really? Mm-hmm. I bet you would know because you listen to um Heather McMahon's podcast and he's yeah. their friends. He's been on her show a couple times. Okay. Um he he I mean I'm ready for him to do swiping up. He does every other show. Come on, Jerry. Oh, well dang, tag him up. <laughs> Let's do tag it. Tag him up. Because I feel everybody, like if you're listening to this, tag him up. <laughs> every podcast I've ever listened to, I swear to God, he's been on an episode. But dang. um yeah, it was great. It was a great show. And uh, he actually just did, he does lots of, he has several podcasts, and he does lots of dating advice. That's kind of like his his shtick, so to speak, or like what he's known for. And he has actually like really great insight for women. Oh, so it's very well. interesting. I always like when he does, at, gives advice and things like that. But he did a TED Talk, and so that came out recently and he like really wants it to hit a hundred thousand views. So it's, um, it's a Ted talk where he says the topic is who should pay for the first date. Oh, the man. Well, he's going to talk all about it. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it later tonight, but. Oh yeah. So anyway, very nice, but that's what, and then I worked. So that was it. Oh, what did I do yesterday? Sunday. I don't know. Doesn't it feel like ages ago? Everything feels like ages ago. Like, I just can't. I know. I know. It's crazy. I told Boosh on the way home, I was like, my birthday was a week ago, and I feel like it was four months ago, and I'm not being dramatic. I'm dead serious when I say I feel like it was so long ago. Like, I feel like I'm about to turn 38, but I just turned 37. You know what I mean? I do. I do. How does that even happen? It's so annoying. I really feel like I'm just chatting with my friend on FaceTime today. Yeah, this we is are. A, you're this just, is a very... You're laying in this bed? Is a wild one. I am laying in the in the studio bed, but um, I just feel like this is wild. Um, did you see that Nordstrom sent out an email that they were honoring the 7% for the first half of the sale? Oh, so are obviously they? they listen to our show. Yeah. Clearly. So clearly they listen to Swiping Up, and they're honoring that, because why? We said last week, they're not poor. They can do that. <laughs> Thanks, Nordstrom. Broke-ass hoes. I, I mean, it's the least that they could do. Not that I very shared a single thing from the end sale, so I really don't care. But yeah, yeah. But for those that did, me and everybody <laughs> else, literally everybody else, um, yeah, that is the very least they could do. I I would rather make twelve dollars instead of eight. You know? Did was there ever any talk about why they had cut the commission so drastically? In the I first don't know place? why they cut. I don't know why they did it in the first place, but that was a glitch that they were fixing. Remember? Well, no, no, no. I knew that there was a glitch, but I'm just saying the initial, they did initially cut the, from seven to three and a half. Right. I don't know why. They probably just, because it's a recession. (laughs) Blame it on COVID. Isn't that what we do? Oh, yeah. COVID's Mm -hmm. fault. Yeah, for sure. Everything is recessed. Everything is recessed. (laughs) including our show we don't even have gas money to get to each other i'm just kidding <laughs> kidding guys <laughs> speaking of broke ass hoes right speaking um of. yeah i was gonna say something else what was i gonna say before i don't remember was um, it about nordstrom nope it was right before mm-hmm. you said something about nordstrom but Aww. do you say you say nordstrom right not nordstrom's 
Oh, no, I say Nordstrom. No, F. Do you say Nordstrom's? No, but lots of people do. No, I hate They'll say Nordstrom's. Uh, or like TJ Maxx's or Ross's. No, 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 no. Why are y'all putting <laughs> S's on it? Why are you making it plural or unplural or whatever the English term would be for that? No, absolutely not. Like, I know it's we not. Go to Nordstrom's. Like, I know it's not nice, but if somebody pronounces like, what's a good example? Salmon. Mm-hmm. If somebody salmon. pronounces, yes, if they say salmon, you're a moron. Like, I already assume that you're an idiot and we we can't associate. Um, Gigi, she's not talking about you. Who? My mom. Sorry, Gigi. <laughs> My mom definitely does that, <laughs> but she just doesn't know any better. <laughs> she just has no clue. Listen, she also doesn't eat it, so she doesn't ever, ever have to say it. Either, then she doesn't have to say it right. <laughs> Tammy can do no wrong for me. Um, so she can say <laughs> she can say salmon. Um, the other one that really, like, just grates my nerves is uh illinois oh right no Mm-mm. but and shame it's... on the person for not spelling it i-l-l-n-o-y <laughs> it's illinois stop making stuff silent okay like that drives me crazy Bologna. i don't know Bologna and illinois and lasagna like stop putting random letters in in a word and then being like well don't say it like that it's, it's silent but then don't <laughs> put it in there why is it even, what is the point? And I'm being dead serious. What is the point of something silent? I mean, that I can't answer for you. But all I know is that there is a right and a wrong way to pronounce it. <laughs> and if you say yeah, it wrong, well. <laughs> if you say it wrong, I assume that you're dumb. And it makes me mad. Yeah, for no reason. No, I, but you I know what? No, I, I mispronounce shit too, so. I really can't. We all do, but no, it's fine. But when people use suppose and supposed supposed i'm supposed to go to the store oh you suppose you should like i hate that that drives me nuts or when people say um irregardless right or could it no right or um couldn't care less you couldn't care less or you could care less i could care less but you don't right you know what i mean like you couldn't care less good that means i'm very important (laughs) wow english class with us you know yeah, welcome. Whatever. We don't yeah. we don't know history, but we know grammar. <laughs> but we got to. We got to. But don't ask me to spell anything because you're gonna catch me with a misspelling and a misuse of punctuation. Sorry. I I do love an ellipsis. Ellipses? Ellipsis. Ellipsis. See? I ellipsis. Here I am pronouncing things wrong. Um it's okay. Fun. So did you hear any of the like hullabaloo about Jennifer Aniston like shitting on influencers I'm sorry no I did not so and listen I'm a Jennifer Aniston fan like I love her she was my favorite on Friends Rachel haircut she can't be shitting on influencers (laughs) okay (laughs) in all fairness in the early 90s that I mean is there a more iconic haircut in history I don't know no it's not. And people still bring it in. So, you know what? No, they I don't. guess I need to stay in my lane. Do they really? Honest to God. Honest to God, you will still get people. And not to, like, categorize anyone, but it's usually a, a 45, 50-ish woman. Somebody about her age. Uh-huh. And they're like, I know it's outdated, but um, I just love the height that I get on the top. And I love the little sprigs on the bottom. I'm like, okay. Well, it's kind of a glorified mullet. But let's do it. Let's do it. We're in North Carolina. Let's do it, baby. Sit down. Let's do this, Jennifer. Let's do the Rachel. There's nothing I love more than you with your Southern accent doing an even more Southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I love it. Uh, Well, tell me what she did. So she did an interview with um, Variety. And she said, hold on, let me pull it up. So she says, I always say I feel lucky that we got a little taste of the industry before it became what it is today, which is just different. More streaming services, more people. You're famous from TikTok. You're famous from YouTube. You're famous from Instagram. It's sort of diluting our actor's job. And she she basically goes on like a hater. Hater. Um. But anyway, so a bunch of people were starting to make videos, like response videos, and they're like, 
why are you mad? Like, how is somebody else creating and finding recognition for what they're creating, like, any better or worse than how you found fame? Like, it's right not that serious. Stay in your lane. You don't want to be on social media and you don't want to intermingle with influencers and TikTokers and that. Don't. Right. You're Jennifer Aniston. You'll be just fine. Right. Like, Everyone knows who you are, Jen. Like she joined, remember when she joined um, Instagram and then like one day she had like 4 million people that followed her or something crazy. Do you remember that? Not really. She joined and like within hours people were like, oh my God, Jennifer oh. Aniston's on there. Yes, I do remember that. She waited forever to join, which is fine. Like do you, but like you said, why are you shitting all over people doing it? I mean, this is a whole different uh, generation, babe. Like, yeah. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Well, and I think part of it is like, I think part of it's in response to like Addison Ray, for example. Like Addison is, I think like, I mean, if she's not top five followed people on TikTok, then she's very close to it. And yeah. she's branching off and doing more acting like she's done shows on or movies. I think she's got like a couple Netflix movies, maybe something like that. Yeah. So that's her, I guess the, the argument that Jennifer Aniston feels is like, okay, people are only getting acting jobs because they're already famous from social media. And so people that just want to be working actors aren't going to have the same opportunities. And like, that's not fair, which I don't totally disagree, but also, Like she should be very familiar with the concept of like nepotism and favoritism since she yeah. comes from like her father was a director, producer, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like In you, Hollywood. Right. It's not like you came from nothing and like worked your ass off. I'm not saying she didn't work hard, but you also right. had a leg up. You too. Yeah, you weren't in the had streets of Illinois. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, lady. No, and, and I do agree. I think it's hard. And even this, it's in any industry, if you already have your foot in the door or you already have a good baseline of an audience or whatever, yes, it's going to set you up for more opportunity. That's with anything, though. That is totally. not just with acting. That's, that is any field at all, you know. But right. so I understand that. And also, it is a different world. Do you remember we used to have to get Us Weekly and, like, they would have the brand in the magazine. I remember Jessica Simpson. I was obsessed. She'll love her. But I loved how she dressed. And so I would like get the Us Weekly every week. <laughs> Us Weekly every week. And I would like go through the magazine and they would be like, oh, Jessica Simpson wearing Juicy Couture. What was the store in LA that they used to always stop at? Kit- Kitson, right? Kitson. Kitson. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like I want that. And I'd have to go online and then order it from there. Influencing is just a different way of doing that now. And it's the same type of thing. But isn't it funny that she's speaking out on that when someone asked us recently in our question box if we thought that influencers were taking the kind of stage of of like a celebrity? Like, are they replacing them? And it's like, they are in their own right a celebrity. You know, people can idolize anybody. Like, I don't know. Just because they're an actor doesn't mean that that's limited to being a celebrity anybody can be yeah and I think also our like threshold for celebrity is different too like you don't have to be known by millions of people to be considered famous Famous. by somebody else and that's I mean we see more diversity on TikTok I think than Instagram when it comes to that you know like in terms of like your average everyday person getting yeah. famous, quote unquote. Hello, Princess Glitter Teeth or whatever her name was. <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> I, don't think it's I don't know, but she, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> she never responded okay. to any of our messages, so I don't think she was a fan. Which is she fine. is such a celebrity. She's out of our reach. She's out of our threshold. That, that must be it. That must be it. Princess Glitter Teeth. I can't. Her name is Princess Glitter something. It's it's something. Um, but yes, anybody can find fame these days. Anybody. Uh, and it's I way more attainable than yes. it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we just regard. Well, I don't know. 
I feel like it's, you have some people that regard those like social media famous people with more like common courtesy than they do regular celebs. And then I think other people just treat them exactly the same. Expect full disclosure on every detail of their life and hold them, you know, to a standard that's just unreasonable. Yeah. (laughs) Compared to what? But, you know, that is a good point, though. I think you're right. People do look at Instagram fame and, like, Hollywood fame different still. I think it's still that line in the sand where if it were Jessica Simpson, that she's definitely going to be treated differently than, like, I don't even know, somebody on um, Champagne and Chanel, whatever, whoever, Addison Ray. People are still going to freak out over that person, but it's going to be different. It's just a different, but it's a different world, and everyone feels like they know somebody because they watch their stories every day and know everything about them, know the layout of their house. Celebrities still don't do that. They don't share like that. They still don't share as much as an influencer shares most of the time. I know you don't spend a lot of time on TikTok, but tell me you saw the Justin Timberlake TikTok when he joined Mm -hmm. his first TikTok. I know. I mean, there's nothing that makes me dry as a desert downstairs than that TikTok. <laughs> and I love why I what love Justin Timberlake. Okay, he pops on and he's wearing a fucking bucket hat. I'm sorry. I don't care that they're supposedly back in style. Don't talk to me if you're wearing a bucket hat. Um mm-hmm. I can't get on board. So Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber are so cute. And then but besides that, go ahead. <laughs> Actually I don't hate bucket hats for them. Live your best life in your bucket hats. They just yes. they just live in this like blissful bubble. I wonder what that's like. They do. I don't know the beaver bubble. Like, can we get in on it or no? Seriously, I know it's always roses from the outside looking in, but I just picture them living this life of like serenity yeah. and bliss in their beaver bubble. Hmm. It's one hundred percent how they live. But anyway, continue. I, now I'm dying to see his freaking thing. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. So he gets on the screen and he looks tired. My okay. my boy's had a stressful few years, I think. Yeah. And he's got a bucket yeah. hat on and he's like, well, I guess we're doing this TikTok thing now. <laughs> Let's do it. Like something so fucking cringe. And I'm like, oh, I like I made an actual face at my phone screen. Didn't realize it until it was over. And then I was like, OK, I I'm, I might just block him. Actually, I've he should have waited till April. 30th and then like it's gonna be May and then that was it would have been better but the problem is you have all these management um companies Mm -hmm. that are forcing people onto TikTok really yes so and we saw it initially with a lot of like music artists yeah um where the record labels weren't going to release their songs unless they had like a viral TikTok and things like that what Yes. Who was it? Um, Like a known person, like an established person? Yes. Or- Halsey. What? So Halsey oh. made a TikTok and she was basically, I mean, really, they got what they wanted. She made a TikTok about how she has a song that she's waiting to release and her record label won't do it until, won't uh, release it or let her release it until she has a viral TikTok. And so she basically got her viral TikTok by talking shit about her record label on her TikTok. About a viral TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. So you think Jess and Justin need a little extra cash? And he's like, well, let me get on TikTok and see what I can do. I don't know. Their relationship is kind of an enigma to me. So weird to me. I mean, they're like very private, but yeah, not at the same time. And then there was the whole cheating issue with him and his, like, colleagues yeah. in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit got shut down real quick. Like, the PR the PR people were hard at work on that one. They were. But, but Jessica Biel, to me, is, like, she's so vanilla. You know what I mean? She's so boring to me. Like, I just remember her as Mary on 7th Heaven. And she really never broke out of any... I don't know. I mean, I know she's done a lot in her acting career, but to me, she's never really done anything like worth talking about. I, I mean, neither same. have I, but. <laughs> <laughs> you mean your, uh, your stint on One Tree Hill? Uh... 
Oh my god. No, I wasn't even talking about acting career. I was talking about in life. But yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. She I feel the exact same way about her. Like I yeah. I actually loved her on Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. So Me too. Good. I loved yeah. her on there. And then she did that one too. movie with um oh, whoever's married to the old Buffy. Sarah um Michelle Freddie Geller. Pr- Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She did some sort of movie with him where she was, like, trying to, like, break out of her, like, good girl, seventh heaven image, I think. Mm -hmm. She just never did it for me. She just never did it for me after seventh heaven. Mm -hmm. That was it. Um, You know, not that it matters. (laughs) Obviously, obviously she married uh, the biggest uh, boy band star in the world. She's doing fine. I think she's doing something right. And, And had babies, so... They're tied together for life, for better or for worse. Literally forever, because the whole 18 years thing is, like, not true. Um, I hope I never find that out. But um, while we're talking about child stars, uh, Candace Cameron, word on the street is JoJo Siwa said she was the rudest celebrity ever to her she ever encountered. I love Isn't Candace. that wild? Like, I don't, don't want to hear this from her. No one has ever said that, though about her they've always said really kind things yeah so what was the context do you know what the context of the meeting was or how she was rude no Hmm. i don't because i'm not gonna lie i kind of like jojo siwa too so i'm i'm torn on this one i can't take a side candace cameron is just america's sweetheart i just love her so much and i feel like she's my big sister you know because we grew up together so we're sissies <laughs> i feel like it's hard to really judge somebody based on one encounter though like it's yeah if you work with somebody on a project and you want to then say they're rude fine you right but you never know what like when somebody's just having a bad day or like if yeah. somebody just said something to them that pissed them off and you're getting like the residual attitude from it you know what I mean? That's right. why I'm curious about mm-hmm. what the context was of them like meeting. Because if they spent like any kind of time together, right. or you know, depending on what the circumstance was, if she was an asshole, well, then that's really fucking rude. But yeah, you just I would be interested to know the context there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, I just had that information. Wow. I'll text her after the show and find out, and then I'll post a story about That'd be what great. Candace said. That'd be great. You know, sisters <laughs> like to share. You know, she's my big sis, and she'll let me know. Period. End of story. Perfect. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? So, oh, Southern Charm. Yes, girl. I was, was about to bust about this. I <laughs> am an episode behind, so. Oh, you are. Okay. Well. Don't spoil well, anything on the most recent episode. No, no, no. I won't, but. So Chef and Taylor broke up, which we were just talking about them a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um. But like on the show right now, they're still together. So it's so weird. It's wild to watch it. And then they're, you know what I mean? I'm like, no. I guarantee they broke up because of the first few episodes. Some of the shit, like how he well, reacted to one. the pregnancy scare and, mm-hmm. and sorry, this spoilers one, if you one. haven't watched it yet. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Sorry. We do spoilers. And this last episode, I know you're behind, so I won't say anything, but this one in particular was probably icing on the cake. Okay, wait, maybe I'm not behind. Okay, so the last, the most recent episode, I watched it yesterday. I I was trying to get caught up. Oh, where they went to Charlotte? They went out of town? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Okay, so I am an episode behind. Okay, yeah. I saw where they sat at lunch. They went out to lunch together and yeah, they, on the quadruple date, double they date. split. No, it was just the two of them. Oh. They went out to lunch. They split a she crab soup. Don't ask me why. That's a detail I remember, but I do remember that. Okay. And <laughs> she was talking about how she was like bothered um, that he hadn't like asked her what she wanted when they had their pregnancy uh, scare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she looked really cute. I liked her outfit and her glasses and everything. Yeah, she's really cute. She I like cute. her a lot. And I don't blame her. If this is true, if this sticks, we don't know. I mean, who freaking knows? 
I really liked her, but I honestly didn't see them. And I said this before, I didn't see them together lifelong because I don't think Shep is ever going to grow up. He doesn't want to. He's never going to grow out of this fratty, fratty daddy, you know? No. Um, I, yeah, I used to take up for Shep a lot. I was. A, so did I. Yeah, we, I was, we did in the beginning. Yes. I was a Shep defender. Like he, like it was okay that he was kind of silly and goofy and immature like at, for whatever reason that was part of his charm now if he was poor <laughs> probably would be less charming if we're just being honest but I don't know I but I'm over it you're I yeah I think she is I think everybody's over it at this you're point. in your 40s and I do think it's an interesting dynamic now with like his cousin being on the show and having them like say that they were basically the same. They were both the black sheep of their families, but now she is married and having a baby. And she's like, yeah, like eventually you have to settle down. But it's like, he gets a good thing. Like I think Taylor was a good thing in his life. And Mm -hmm. he's almost like afraid of change I don't think it's that he doesn't want to be in a long-term relationship he's afraid Mm. of like having to put anybody before himself like just very selfish because he hasn't had to do that that, his whole life no but I think that is not but that is such a contradictory statement I think he is so selfish he doesn't ever want to be in long-term relationship you need to watch the latest episode because he definitely cannot he, I, I truly believe he's incapable of eyes on his girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, I just okay. I'm gonna just, have to. Maybe I just I'll don't catch think up he's ever gonna though. want. Yeah, he doesn't ever want to be monogamous, and I think he's one of those people that's so used to doing his own thing, and he's always done that. And I can't believe she stayed around this long. And obviously, he's got some redeeming quality for her to stay there. But I'm just like. Ugh. When we watched the, um, after the show, what was it, last season? And he was like, well, I cheated twice. Once I kissed somebody, it didn't mean anything. Remember all that? I forgot about that. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, I don't know. And I'm sorry, kissing is cheating. You kiss somebody, you're cheating. Yes. Yes. Um, Maggie just ran in here. Maggie's. But, yeah, just watch the latest one. I just. He's he's damaged. <laughs> Overall, I'm not feeling Southern charm this season. It, I agree. It's not doing I, it for me. No, and I actually posted that on my stories just to kind of see like what other people were thinking about it because mm-hmm. I love Southern charm so much. But it is, I think, with the cast being so different and. They're looking for storylines. It's not just how it used to be where it was like an easy like friend group where they were doing fun things. Yes. Now it's like they're looking for things and it just seems so just That's actually over a the great place. point. It's not a natural friend group. They've no. they've they're mo- moved past that and it, they're casting for conflict and storylines. Right. And I'm not into it. And I actually feel the same way about do you ever watch Summer House or have you ever watched Summer House? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Summer House in the beginning, granted, I did not love the cast the first couple seasons, but yeah. part of what was great about it is it was an actual friend group that actually got a Summer House together every year and they were yeah. actually working their real jobs, their nine to five jobs in the city Monday through Friday, and then we just saw them on the weekends. And so mm-hmm. even Summer House, like, while I do think the show overall is better than it was the first season, it, like, lost some of that charm of, like, peeking into people's real lives and real relationships. And, like, it's very, it's much more manufactured now because they just bring in random people. They bring in castmates. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I think Winter House was such a flop, too. Yeah, for sure. And it sucks, too, because when you have shows like that that are just good shows because of the genuine drama, the genuine friendships, that's always better than scripted crap anyway. And I know that some things in reality, you have to script things out. Like, I get it. Things are produced. Like, people will say, reality TV, you're a fool if you think it's It's not. not, It's all real. 
Well, no, it's right. not all real. It's not scripted, but it is produced. They're still making a show. Right. You still have to pull in a driveway 14 times so they can get the right shot of the car. <laughs> right. Like that's still part of it. But yes, I think that's where it goes so wrong. Like you said, with even Southern Charm, they are casting for certain people or bringing people in that are not friends. They don't know each other. There's no like real drama between the two. They're making it. I, I don't right. know. It, we'll see. I'm still going to watch it. I'm not even going to sit here and say I'm not. Oh, no, I'm still going to watch, obviously. But, yeah, it's just different. The problem is when you bring people on shows like that where they don't have, like, real connections or relationships, the drama, it's like they know they have to secure their spot, so they're going to manufacture drama or they're going to self-produce, and most people can't self-produce well. There's very few people that can do that. So Right. Um, Okay, so as you're... uh, reliable tiktok correspondent (laughs) there was a shitload of drama in my little corner of tiktok Mm -hmm. um so and so much that i can't go into all of it so i'm going to do like a quick synopsis i'm gonna just bullet point through these and then y'all can do your own uh deep dive if it is interesting to you perfect love that um maggie the first one I have here, there is a girl, um, her handle on TikTok is Bria Lem, B-R-I-A-L-E-M, and okay. she went viral on TikTok for making cowboy caviar. Oh, love, yes. Okay, so I didn't know what cowboy caviar was until we went <sighs> to um, Pimento Tea Room. When we had that girls oh, night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were out of the cowboy caviar, but you guys did tell me what it was. So I actually have yet to actually eat cowboy caviar. Um, so she went viral. Literally, like the whole Internet was like, OK, I've got to try this thing. It's called cowboy caviar. Like all these people were discovering it because of her right. video. Well, people apparently uh came down hard on her saying it was cultural appropriation because it was based, basically they're saying cowboy caviar is like a play on ceviche. And so it, she should have been honoring like the original heritage of the dish and all this. She didn't make up cowboy caviar. Like apparently. Oh my God. I can't. Anyways, so bad. They, they, harassed her so bad over this she ended up making and this has been months this cowboy caviar thing this is not like a new viral thing it's been going on for months everybody making cowboy caviar and making their own variations on it and blah 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 she made an apology video and I'm like why and everybody in the comments are like this is the most unnecessary thing that's ever happened on TikTok but honestly I just felt bad for her she's young you know, I'm sure it's overwhelming to get that kind of like hate and over something that <sighs> is so innocent. And that's really anyways. So she makes this whole apology video. It's just fucking stupid, in my opinion. But that's so stupid. lots of drama around that. So that's the first thing. Um, yikes. So, big yikes. Um, that's why I don't get on TikTok. <laughs> no, it's so good. <laughs> At least shit's popping on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. yeah. There's I wanna, always some drama. I don't want to be always. in on the drama. I don't want to have any part of it, but I'll read about it. You bet your ass. I want to know all give the details. Give me a view. Yeah. Right. I'm going to give you a view on it. I'm going to watch it, but that's it. I don't <laughs> even do that. But I am going to start because you always got some damn drama. There, I mean, there's... On the talk. There's a lot. There's a lot on the talk. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've talked about her a little bit uh, before. Happy, healthy Haley. She is receiving uh, a lot of hate and controversy. And honestly, I wasn't even sure that I wanted to put this one on here because I don't really have an opinion because I'm not a parent. But she was on a live and she looked at the camera. She has a 10-month-old baby. I didn't see the video. So this is just, you know, what I gathered from comments and other people's videos. But apparently she, while on the live, the baby was crying and doing something it wasn't supposed to be doing so she looked at the camera and said hang on I'm about to be a bad mom and then walked over and popped the 10 month old baby on the butt multiple times 
And so obviously then you've got, I think any like physical, uh, I don't, what's the right word? Correction, punishment. Yeah. Yeah. It's controversial because you have parents that believe in spanking and that kind of thing. And then you have like this wave of gentle parenting where they don't believe you should ever lay a hand on a child. So yeah. Obviously, people are freaking out about that. Um, yeah. So that's another another thing that happened on there. She's kind that's of, so wild that she would do that on a lot. Like, well, that's oh, that's so brave, like to do that. And it's a ten month old baby. Like, there there's nothing that that baby's doing wrong intentionally that would need to. Uh, whatever. Well, but. and my thing is, at ten months, there's no way that baby has any idea how to decipher right from wrong or you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you can't it's I'm okay I'm gonna compare it to a puppy right you can't punish a young puppy they don't get it their brains don't understand I would assume that it is the same with a baby they don't understand punishment like that doesn't it's they're not going to register that they shouldn't do what they just did because they're going to be punished for it. Like they can't make that connection, right? Right. I don't and, know I mean, at don't what age wrong, that happens. Like, I I don't either because sometimes, like I said a few episodes back, like there are different disciplinary actions that Fisher needs certain days, and sometimes I do have to pop his little butt, and sometimes it's just a stern voice. But like a ten month old, like you said, like they're not going to be able to understand any of that, like. And what could be, what could they be doing that's possibly so right you to pop them? Right. You know, like it's a 10 month old. And a lot of people were arguing, like if she felt that comfortable doing that on a live, she has one, she has 1.1 million followers on TikTok. That's a wow. large audience. So if that's what she, the people were saying, like, if this is what she's comfortable doing on a live with that mm-hmm. kind of platform, what is she doing when she's not on camera? I don't know. Exactly. But yeah. that, wow. So there's a lot of talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Next thing. Pink sauce on TikTok. The, there is a, uh, I'm not even going to say her name, honestly, because I feel like she might be the litigious type. Um, Uh-oh. But she is creating this pink sauce and she's making it. She says she's using a commercial kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, originally people were getting this sauce. It's in like this ketchup looking bottle, but it's got her thing. She literally just calls it the pink sauce. She won't, she won't tell people what it tastes like. She says she can't describe the taste. Apparently, people say it's kind of like a watered-down ranch. Uh, but it's pink? But it's it's pink. So she uses um, dragon fruit, I think is technically what it is. It's like pitaya. Is the but that te- ain't ranch. <laughs> so she uses this thing, pitaya or dragon fruit. I don't know if it's the same thing or if it just looks the same. But mm-hmm. she uses that for the coloring. Her label, so the label that she makes, first of all, the ingredients are misspelled on the label. Wait, Um, so she sells this? She sells this. She sells it for like $20 a bottle. You have to buy it and try it. Absolutely not. And this is why. So Take it out of swiping up the account and do it. I don't want to die. So on the ingredient list. Like, as I said, there are ingredients that are misspelled, but then she also has things like milk listed on the ingredient list well milk needs to be refrigerated and she's not sending it refrigerated so people are getting the bottles and they're bloated like huge swollen it's over a hundred degrees we're in a heat wave it's over a hundred degrees in many areas of the country by the time people are getting this the bottles are hot the boxes are hot and whatever is in this mixture has swollen so there's all obviously all kinds of bacteria people are like Mm-mm. like chefs and other people that make sauces like legitimately are making tiktoks and they're like for the love of god please do not buy this sauce from this woman do not eat it like have you not heard of botulism like you can die and Ew. 
she, but the, everything's wrong. They said it looks like, she says there's 444 servings in the thing. And she's being accused mm-hmm. of like copying and pasting like an analysis thing for her label. It's <laughs> a girl, it's a whole mess, but nobody's getting all the different colors of pink are different. There's no like consistency bottle to bottle. And the oh, texture when people it's open chunky. it. No, it's like straight liquid. People are like, this is fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And they basically said it just tastes like ranch. And then there's a video of her making it. And there's a blender full of something white, which Uh people are like, it's got to be mayonnaise. Because if you're making any kind of cream dressing, it has to be mayonnaise. Mm. But it's not Mm -hmm. listed on the ingredient list. So nobody knows Mm -hmm. what's actually in this. She won't describe the taste on video. She just says, oh, you just got to buy it and try it. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, whole huge debacle on the pink sauce. Um, I want to see it. So I need to see this after. I want to see what it looks like. People and people are ordering it left and right. And Mm -mm. it's like, what are you doing? Do you remember a couple years ago, the girl that like, what was the one that she was making the face stuff, the face oil and drew her label? Who was that? I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but we talked about her. On season two, I think. Yeah, because she was making yeah. the snake oil, the snake oil yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then remember, we talked about a story of hers where she got moved out of her apartment and the landlord was like, this place yes. basically needs to be condemned. Yeah. Caroline something. They need to partner up. Dang, I can't think of her name. Yeah. Anyways, so pink sauce, it is frightening. But people keep ordering it and trying it. So I would love to uh, know the after effects of that. Right. Are you going to have diarrhea or a convulsion, like convulsion or whatever? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So the next one is there was a TikTok that went viral. And it was a girl talking about how her best friend's husband Mm -hmm. had an affair with like another another person so of course everybody's like oh my god story time story time so the the girl's handle whose husband it was is beachy Uh beachy kefir kefir it's beachy like beach with a y k-e-f-e-r so apparently she and her husband um renovated a bus or an rv or something like that they live on that and they met up somehow. They started like traveling with a very large influencer. She's very large on TikTok. I think she's got like 1.2 million followers on TikTok and like 400, 500,000 on Instagram, something like that. Where she okay. and her husband also lived on a renovated bus and traveled around together and whatnot. And then apparently the beachy Kiefer, Kefer, her husband, and the very large influencer were mm-hmm. having an affair. So they started having an affair and while they were traveling on these buses. So this girl who made the original video, her friend who's friends with this influencer, mm-hmm. you know, is just like, that's her friend and they're traveling and blah, blah, blah. And her and her husband end up moving to Florida. And then this influencer is separated from her husband, moves to Florida And so they're still having an affair, this woman who's no longer with her husband, but still TikToking and Instagramming her whole life. Just not. Yes. So the the friend is suspicious. She does like a nine month long investigation and can't find any proof. They both of them did story times. So and everybody quickly figured out who the influencer was. Um, so I'm, yeah. but I'm not going to say her name on here, but if you go yeah. to TikTok and look up her profile, you will also see very quickly who the influencer was. She's deleted all videos of, she t- has no comments on TikTok and restricted on Instagram now. And uh-huh. she deleted pretty much every video and photo that shows her face. So what? her, all her feeds now are only her van and her dogs. I see that. I'm looking. Wow. That's a cool van though. It's a really cool van. Um, anyways, <laughs> but needless to say, people are uh, not taking kindly to 
her being a homewrecker. Right. That is wild. You're not getting anything past anybody anymore. No. Period. Uh, like, I'm actually shocked. People people could tell immediately. Right. It was like in the comments, they were just tagging this girl, and it, it did not take long. It was very impressive. The internet's a scary fucking place. Like, you can't get away with shit. It is wild. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Really wild. Um, Dang. TikTok is wild, man. Wife and not see TikTok, a wife oops. And Do you know how heartbreaking it is? Oh, friend? my oh, goodness. What? My phone's just... The, the ticky talkies are having a fit. Oh, I thought you were about to say you forgot to press record or something, and I'm just going to die a little bit. <laughs> no, the ticky talkies losing their losing their shit. Okay, right. so that's a rabbit hole. Um, if you're interested, it's pretty shitty. But yeah, it, that sucks. It's juicy, and you know what? I hope that opportunities come out of it for for her, and she can move on, yeah. live a better life. Absolutely. Okay, and then the last um, thing. Oh, okay. Oh, what were you going to say? No, 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 go. Um, I thought you were done. Oh, no, there's one more. So um, we had messages in our inbox uh, to the question box about why they don't see influencers peddling Tula anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, so anyways, this is Tula related. Um, yep. I'm actually going to play his TikTok um, okay. for you guys. Mm-hmm. I am taking action against Tula with the trademark trial and appeal board, and I want to walk you through the entire process to hopefully encourage other small brand owners to not be intimidated by giant multinational corporations. Listen and pay attention to what Tula is doing. In 2020, my brand, Duo of the Gods, launched a clay mask called Claydate. Since 2020, we've sold almost 120,000 units of Claydate across the United States and multiple countries around the world. We were made aware of a company called Tula that also created a product called Claydate, which is the exact same type of product it is a clay mask for facial application. In 2021, Tula filed a trademark application for the word clay date in the United States and around the world. In US trademark law, it does not matter who filed for the trademark first. When two companies are attempting to sell the same type of product under the exact same name, the rightful owner of that trademark is determined by who sold it in the United States first. We have mountains of evidence, everything from invoices to financial transactions to prove that we were the first to commerce in the United States. There's also tons of public evidence, including our brand's Instagram post announcing the launch of Playdate, as well as TikToks on my TikTok page showing off this product months before Tula launched theirs. A few months ago, we filed a formal notice of opposition with the United States Patent and Trademark Office to formally oppose their application for the trademark of Claydate because we truly believe that we launched our product first. The evidence that we launched Claydate in 2020 is all over the internet. So I want to walk you through our evidence against Tula. This post. Anyways, so his um, handle on TikTok is Ryan Dubs. Damn, that's crazy. That is that is not well. First of all, that's not their first lawsuit. No, Tula's. Second of all. That is so shady because what is with bigger companies like ripping off smaller companies and then trying to like run with it? Yeah, I it's I mean, and it's pretty it's the same name like right. Clay date. I, I don't know. For Literally it to be, the same thing. Yeah, for it to be yeah. the same name and such a I mean similar product I mean he he definitely go to his video and watch the whole thing because he shows that we only played like really the first part of it and he does yeah. show all the receipts in the second part and he it, you can't really deny that his product was on the market first with that name yeah and that's when social media is very powerful because he can show like all the timestamps of when he had it and show that he had sold it first in the U.S. or whatever, but that is wild. Like, that sucks. Yeah. But at the same time, you have this product. Why don't you have a trademark on it? Right? Like, maybe he just didn't know. Maybe. I don't know. It, maybe. I, I mean, it's a small, I'm assuming it's a m pretty small company. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. So that is your, your TikTok uh, tea. So much. So much TikTok tea this week. I know. Um, I know. 
jumping back over to Instagram really quick though, I forgot to mention earlier that CM Coving is pregnant again. Did you see this? I didn't. No, that's yeah. exciting. That yeah, and that actually caught me by surprise a little bit. I didn't realize that I don't know why. I, for some reason I thought that she'd be she a one and done longer or a one and done. Yeah. I just got that from her, but I was wrong. She's due twenty twenty three sometimes. So congrats to Caitlin. I just very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there anything that came through our question box that needs to be addressed? Uh, <laughs> no, I actually looked and obviously a couple of people put Dana and Amber are like joking, obviously, but it's funny because Thank we God. still get, even when we posted the stories about like not asking y'all, people still legitimately asked us about it and they were being serious. Like, please stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Honestly, it was, it's the same people that people want to know about that we don't know about. Like, we don't know about Daryl Ann. We don't follow Daryl Ann. And for the record, whenever we post, like, snarky, whenever we ask a question of, like, pet peeves or things that drive us crazy or things that are very specific about a person, we don't know that it's Daryl Ann. I only find that out when we're reading the responses back and people are like, oh, my God, Daryl Ann. I know who that is. yeah, and I, I'm like, oh damn, I don't even know. I probably wouldn't be so brave as to post it had I known. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, but someone said Texas bibs still friends and quotations. I feel like Texas has had a lot of bib fallout. You know, I, I, I don't know much about their. Wait, um, you said you feel like they've had a fallout. A lot of fallout. Texas bibs always got some drama. Danny's not friends with this person, or Courtney's not oh. friends with this person, or that. Like that, that's just, I don't even know. Like we can't keep up with all the, I don't know how much I really believe that. Of what? Like the people are all of a sudden not friend. Like just because you're not seeing them together, somebody wasn't at somebody else's event doesn't mean that they've had a falling out. Not saying that some of, sometimes it's not true because obviously we know that to be the case, but yeah, yeah. Like, just because somebody doesn't do everything together doesn't mean that they're not, like, right. they're not friends. Yeah. Well, that's, there's been so much speculation on, on those friend groups that, like I said, I feel like there's just always, this person's not friends with this, there's just always a lot of fallout that feels like in Texas, because, you know, someone says not at this birthday party, but then three nights later, they're on date night together. It's like, we don't know. We, we're not there. We don't talk to them like that. Like, we have no idea who's friends with who's friends with who's friends, you know? Right. Because like you said, maybe it's not fallout. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe people aren't even that good of friends to begin with. And they just do things for brands or whatever. And people assume that they're like besties, but they're like, no, they didn't come to my kid's birthday party because we're not best friends like that. Wait, I'm not trying to like change subjects, but Melinda said in the question box, people think the, I'm assuming she meant camo, but it says people Uh think the cameo necklace Brittany is wearing is a tracker. Yeah, I did see that she said that. And then I went on Brittany's thing, her um, videos, and she is wearing, it looks like a little silhouette, like one of those little chokers with like a big old circle on it. Oh boy. What if it is? Brittany cannot catch a damn break. Leave Brittany alone. But honestly, <laughs> also don't leave Brittany alone. Because I feel like Brittany still needs a helping right. hand. Yeah, don't don't actually leave her alone. Like, leave get off her back is what I mean. Like, you gotta let the girl breathe for a minute. And let's hope and pray she has a team of people that are uh, watching and medicating her uh, properly. Not overly, but properly. Because Brit Brit is struggle messing. Bless Can her heart. You? I don't know... Can you please do me a favor and put yeah. on your granny wig and do yeah. like your best impression of Chris Crocker on a reel? Oh, totally. <laughs> Leave Brittany <laughs> alone. <laughs> I followed him for a long time. You did. And he, he's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He is something. Um, yeah. Okay. Then somebody else put something and I am interested in this. I don't know anything about I- it horse barn in Arizona that needs to be shut down after what happened to Lola Webb's daughter. What? I don't know. If anybody knows what that is, let us know. Because yeah, I don't what? follow Lolo. Follow Lolo. <laughs> um, bad joke. Dad joke. Watch out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, and that's it. You're yeah, right. It's yeah. the same. It's a lot of the same, same kind of questions. Um, although somebody did ask what our best childhood mem- summer memories are. What's, oh. your, what's your best childhood summer memory? Um, going to my granddaddy and granny's house every summer for like three weeks at a time. And looking back, I, I often remind my mom, I'm like, y'all had it made. Cause they would literally ship us off for like three weeks. <laughs> they lived here that my aunt and uncle lived in Pennsylvania. And so we would go up there for like three weeks and then just hang out with them. And it was always so much fun. My aunt was a very free bird. Didn't really parent her kid. Like, you know, we just had so much fun, but I'm yeah. like, now that I have a child, like, but I understand now when my kid doesn't want to talk to me after one day, I'm like, wow, we really put my parents through hell. Cause he's like, call your mom. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And now I'm like, I don't oh, want to. Yeah. I'm busy. What about you? Um, so, I mean, we did this, it feels like we did this probably every other day, but we mm-hmm. would drive to Lake Michigan and there was this like tiny little hot dog stand on the side of the road uh-huh. in Bangor. I'm pretty sure that's where it was. Bangor, uh-huh. Michigan. And it was just this like cute little roadside hot dog thing. And that was like our thing. We would leave in the morning and we didn't live that far from the beach. We lived, you know, 25, 30 minutes from the beach. Um, Uh depending on which one we went to this particular one, it was a little bit longer uh, of a drive and, but my mom liked it. I, she just liked the beach better. So we would leave in the morning and like, I can remember just like cruising in the car with my mom who was, you know, my everything. And, um, we listened to old countries, uh, country music, like nineties, eighties and nineties country music. And we would stop at this hot dog place. And my brother, who's autistic, was, if you know anything about autistic children, they're very, very, like, um, they have a lot of, like, sensory issues around food. And, Mm -hmm. but this, she could get him to eat hot dogs from this place. So, I don't know. It was just, like, that's, like, one of my, like, most, like, like, when I think, like, happiest childhood memory just like that one of the like a core memory yeah it was those drives like going to the beach not even like being at the beach it was like the drive specifically which sounds so weird I know but yeah I don't know that was that was great yeah I went to a lot of camps too as a kid which I loved yeah sleepaway camps oh yeah I didn't really do any of this we did camp granddaddy and granny that's it love it Oh, well, it was so good being a guest. Um, Thank you for having me on (laughs) this week again. Um, Would love to one day, you know, be back in the studio or have you back in the studio. And, you know, (laughs) I think that that sounds like a wonderful idea. (laughs) Yes. Oh, thank you all for for bearing with us, you know, because sometimes we don't have it together. And this week was nothing shy of that. Shocker. It was perfect. She's a liar. No, it was. Um, no, we're on summer break. It's not summer break, but it's like a mental summer break where it's like a little looser. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a little bit more free. We're a little free in the summer. We yeah. have like, mm-hmm. we've got a, a list of people that are wanting to come on the show. You and I need to talk later. We need to, okay. so we should have some, some guests coming up soon. And the dog says it's time to end this. So, uh, it's been great. Uh, we haven't checked our hotline in a little while, so we should probably do that next week. Um, if you need advice, if you have some tea, if you just want to like vent 919-867-6776, Uh, subscribe to the podcast please rate us five stars leave us some words of affirmation we love you so much and uh, that's all I got we'll see you next week that's all folks we love y'all bye
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.